Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to the Pickup WNBA Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Eicher. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. And Freddie, this is a very special episode. Number one, it's episode 26. Yeah, 26. the getting a limo to go to the club stage of our lives. Huge callback. Huge callback. And not only that, uh, we have decided that we are going to go weekly mm-hmm. for the playoffs. So that's, that's right. big time. Uh, big the play- time. We're recording this on Wednesday, 17th. I believe the playoffs start tomorrow. I think they they start today. Oh, they start yes. today. Yes. Amazing. So what, when people listen to this, uh, there will be a couple games in the bag already. Yeah. So we're doing our best to get a bit of a playoff preview out there. Um, but yeah, by the time you listen to this, I guess some of the game ones will have already happened, but mm-hmm. still, you know, we want to stay on top of it. Uh, the playoffs will probably take us through to uh, the end of September. So we're going to come at you weekly so you can stay on top of it with us. Uh, also, uh, I just want to thank everyone who's voted for us at the Canadian Podcasting Awards. Um, you can follow us on our socials at pickupwnbapod on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, although I'm not even on TikTok. Yeah, I just checked TikTok this morning uh, and we have 14 followers and we have barely been on it. So to those 14 followers. Thank you and, so much. And to the one commenter who said they also liked the four point shot when they saw Catherine's video. Thank you very much. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't even know that. We're uh, we're that age, me and Catherine. We're TikToks like scary, you know, we <laughs> do with it. But it's uh, just it's one of those, you know, being in your 30s is weird because like I don't feel old, mm-hmm. but I remember being 20 and thinking like, oh my god, that's so old. Yes, I I I think, you know, for me doing comedy and also working, you know, the odd uh, part-time job, I run across people who are like 21, 22. And what makes me feel old is when they, uh, when someone's approaching like 25 and they're like, I'm old. Uh, that's when I'm like, shit. <laughs> uh, I actually am old compared to you. If you're afraid of 25 years old, I'm 1986, I'm, I'm 36. So I am old. But, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like state of mind. Am I a lame millennial if I'm on TikTok? 
Totally. These are the questions that old people ask themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. But anyway, we're absolutely also on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Uh, and if you haven't yet, please follow us at Pickup WNBA Pod. And I just want to thank uh, Dan Gallia for helping us with our social media. Um, we were just using our own personal socials for a while, but now we're trying to, you know, grow the show. So the show has its own channels. We're we'll be sharing content. So that would be uh, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, also, can I can I do a quick thank you to uh, Michael and Mariana of the Sonar Network? You know, they put in a lot of hard work. So uh, we appreciate you guys nominating us for these awards. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yes. Thank you, Michael and Mariana. Thank you to the Sonar Network. Um, you know, it's one of those like we're happy to be nominated. But if someone tries to roast us during the ceremony, we will slap you across the face. That's right. Yeah. Just we, so you know. Yeah. Please, like, you know, make sure you put respect on our names. Yeah. And um, yeah, me and Catherine are, are we're violent people, if you can't tell. Yeah, I'm going to give Freddie some side eye and he's going to know what to do. <laughs> That's right. When, when I get to Catherine's side eye, I am officially activated. <laughs> Heads up. It's I, uh, you know, there is this like meme I saw that was just like every time Shania Twain says, let's go girls, we just feel a rage in us as women. Like we just, we yeah. know what time it is. That's right. That's exactly what that is. All right. All right. Uh, dated reference to start off a, a podcast. Yeah. There talk you go. About how old we are. We're young. These are like Shania? Shania Twain memes. That's what it is. I don't control the algorithms. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> let's start. By talking about, uh, you know, what Freddie and I, just before we started recording, we're calling our first real legacy retirement. And that is Sylvia Fowles. You know, Freddie's Minnesota Lynx did not make it to the playoffs despite months of hope on Freddie's part. Uh, Freddie, before we get into Sylvia, just like, how do you feel that your team didn't make it? Um, I feel I feel good that I held on. And I, and I didn't give up and, and, you know, we're, we've said a million times on the pod, we're both from Toronto. So um, I feel like, you know, I pretty soon, maybe on this pod, I'm going to pick uh, a new team that I'm going to, you know, follow, I guess, for right. the playoffs and, and root for. Um, but, uh, you know, Minnesota made exciting, made it exciting, you know, Nafisa Collier uh, coming back in the end there fouls you know i think obviously a lot of attention was on sue bird but i've you know fouls was fantastic like you know her performance in the uh the all-star game from hitting a three to dunking for the first time uh and just you know she's such a beloved player and such a legend so it was fun to follow uh the links this year even though she did miss a you know pretty big portion uh, of the year yeah, that's very nice. I appreciate how loyal you are. Yeah, you know, you, you, you got to stick with to your you teams with and only that. And in fact, uh, you're also very not loyal because you originally picked the sky, but that's fine. We're going to pretend. Yes, you're I are a very from loyal the, person from year one to year two. And I mean, if I I mean, if I had stuck with the sky, I think I'd be feeling pretty good right now. But now I'm like, I'm going to move on to the third team. So this is going to be interesting for me. 
So with that being said, who is your third? Or do you want to save that for when we talk about the playoff bracket? Uh, yeah, I'm going to save it because okay, yeah, because we want to talk here between a couple teams. Yeah, that's okay because we want to talk a little bit about Sylvia. Um, she's going to be she she already has her post retirement life plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is she planning to become a mother, which congratulations, it's amazing. She also is planning to become a, a mortician. Yes. Yeah. That, that was, you know, surprising, but cool. Like, you know, she, I guess she wants to be an embalmer uh, or open a funeral home. You know, she believes in reincarnation and has said that she wants to be, uh, you know, an elephant or an eagle in the next life, which is like, you know, it's, it's fun to think about. Like, I, I like that idea for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's how, uh, reincarnation works in the more traditional sense but you yeah. know that's fine i know because you might also be like a blade of grass right so yeah i don't think like, people and animals are on the same karmic level fair fair but you know i like that she feels connected with the animal world totally um I, you know i feel like i got a shout out uh you know just from a stats perspective uh this, this article by who's the writer um by uh, Michelle Kaufman uh, of CBS, uh, oh, sorry, of the Miami Herald. Um, you know, just some really cool stuff. Like, you know, we were sort of talking about you know, before the pod, this is our first legacy retirement, uh, you know, since we've been doing this. And she finishes her career first overall in, in WNBA history in uh, in defensive rebounds, total rebounds, and shooting percentage. Yeah, it's huge. Over four thousand total rebounds. You know, that's uh, that. You know, she might hold on to that for a long time. I I was checking the the WNBA leaderboard, and you know, Tina Charles has thirty six hundred. Candace Parker has thirty three hundred. So it's, I mean, it's hard to see either of those, uh, either of those women passing Sylvia. So I feel like you know she's going to hold on to that for probably like a decade. Uh, plus, you know, unless yeah, if someone else comes along and they're just an amazing rebounder. Well, um, not but... only that, she also loves to knit. She also loves to knit. Huge part of the article. <laughs> Sorry, also well. a big part of this article. That's a big part of her legacy. Um, and uh, while she's grabbing those rebounds, she's also knitting blankets for Nafisa <laughs> Nafisa Collier's baby. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is why we love the WNBA. Yeah, it's I know it's there's no there's no male basketball player that has an all time rebounding record in their league and is knitting blankets for their teammates kids. Certainly, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a unique and special league and it's growing. And, uh, you know, I think as we continue on as podcasters. For me, anyways, I don't want to speak for you, but she'll be someone I remember as like a, you know, an early character that I got to really, you know, follow intensely for a little while before she retired. And, you know, I, I think this is how you become a long term fan, right? Like, you know, in 10, 15 years, when someone else comes along and they're an incredible rebounder, you know, I'll be able to compare them to, to fouls, right? Yeah, I mean, that's like a very um, interesting thing about sports fandom, right? Because you kind of like, you sort of become nostalgic for like the first people you knew mm-hmm. in the league. Like, like I'm sure like you and I, like NBA wise will always be nostalgic for like late 90s, early 2000s 
basketball, probably sure. late nineties, two thousands pop culture, but, but, you know, cause that's when we started watching basketball. So totally. You know. I, I also wanted to throw out too, you know, just to like not bury the lead. Like she's not just a rebounder. She was player of the year, four-time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, she's won two titles. She won league MVP. She won finals MVP twice. Um, you know, so quite the legend, Sylvia. Like she'll be in the in the the women's basketball hall of fame for sure. No doubt. Fun nicknames so, too. Sweet Sill, Mama Sill. Come on. Mama Sill, shout out to you. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing how um how things uh progress in her future with all these these endeavors. Yeah. Go get it, so. But um, and it's not a very big update, but I think it is big if you've been following along, uh, and and that's Brittany Griner. So Russia has admitted, or admitted, I don't know if that's the right word, but they have said, confirmed, that confirmed. They've, yeah, they've confirmed. There you go. That they are engaging in a in a prisoner swap potentially. So not a lot of new stuff, uh, but also, you know like no quotes or anything like that that are you know besides like the Russian yeah it's government. just because before it's um, moving, you know yeah just to say that before it was confirmed on the american side that negotiations were happening and now exactly. the the russian side has also confirmed that those negotiations are happening so yeah. that's good that means there is definitely some forward momentum and yeah. obviously we want to see Brittany grinder home uh, as soon as possible Totally free Brittany Griner. And um, yeah, that is moving along. So that's the update there. All right. So let's move on to uh, the WNBA playoffs starting today. Um, I'm just pulling up the bracket here, Freddie. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, let's talk about your team. Like who, who are you trying to root for? What's, what's holding you back? What are your concerns? Okay. Here's sort of where I'm at. Um, I feel like I've read the, I guess, you know, the pulse of the Connecticut sun. So I feel like I, I, you know, I I want to be correct in a sense where I feel like they kind of, they paced out the regular season and they didn't go, you know, so hard that they're burnt out and they're ready to make a deep run, especially with this new playoff format where it's not this weird by one and done scenario. And then, um, you know, I, I Seattle was sort of in there, but I feel like they're, you know, they have enough people rooting for them. So then the other mm-hmm. team, it was sort of between the sun and, and the mystics, because I do love the Deladon story. I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to make a decision right here, right now. I'm going with the Connecticut sun because I, I, I yeah, I want to be right. And I think that they uh, are going to win it all. Wow. You think they're going to win it all? I think, I think, I mean, you know, I, I think it's kind of wide open in a sense, but I think they got a shot and, you know, yeah, I, I, I think they got a really good shot. So I'm going with the sun. You know, you've always been a fan of the sun. I have. Yeah. I, you know, they, they, they were fun last year. And I, I think like I, when I was wavering with, I held on to the sky last year, mm-hmm. which sort of why I held on to the, the links this year, um, you know, cause I was, I was vindicated a little bit, but um, yeah, I think um, 
you know, the the sun, they're interesting to me. And, um, you know, John Cole Jones is amazing. Uh, obviously, Dewana Bonner, you know, they're a stacked team. And um, I don't know. I think they, they think they're going to do some damage in the playoffs. I love it. I, uh, I have been down on the sun, but I, I don't know why. <laughs> hey, you, sometimes you just got to hate, you know? I think I'm just biased, honestly. Um, no, that's cool. I am. All right. So your team for this playoffs, not forever, obviously, because you didn't even go back to the sky. You could have done that. You could have gone back to your ex. I could have. Could have, you know. But you're not doing that. So you're picking the sun. You're moving on. You're moving on to John Quill Jones. You're going through a center phase. I am. You are. It's fine. I like it. I love the Um, centers, you know? Yeah. Okay. So let's start. Um, Okay. We're going to make some loose picks here, I think. Do you want to do it like that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So let's start with the 1 8 series, the Aces versus the Mercury. Yes. Um, my Mercury squeezed in there. They had the seventh spot last week. They squeezed down to eight, uh, but they made it somehow. Actually, as we're recording this, I don't know Diana Taurasi's injury status. I think she's out, and I think uh, Diggin Smith is also out. Um, oh, might, my God. I might be wrong. Yeah, the Mercury are in trouble. For for me, it's an easy pick. I'm going like aces sweep here. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry I wasn't up to date on that before we started recording. We're doing this in the morning, and um, I live like a young person, so I'm not a morning person. Hey, no, no um, But yeah, they're me. both out. I, I mean, this is what I, I think, like, you know, when I was talking about last week, like, are they just going to fold, you know, the Mercury? But I, or were they going to fight to keep this playoff spot? I think they were probably trying to fold and then the bracket just worked out the way the bracket worked out. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me feel more bad that the links didn't make it because I yeah, think they would have had a better chance at getting at least a game in this series, but you're right. This is going to be an absolute sweep, uh, pretty much a cakewalk for the aces. Um, all right, let's go to our two seven matchup, which is uh, the Chicago sky and the New York Liberty she made a nice little run there at the end to get the seventh spot, which is really nice to see. Um, yeah, I think uh, the Liberty are exciting. I think this is going to be a battle of a series, but I think that Candace Parker is going to, you know, is going to show up and sort of, um, you know, like mama bear. Um, uh Sabrina a little bit yeah I think um I would not be surprised if this series was only two games I do think that Sabrina and Esk is having just a phenomenal season mm-hmm. um and she's very capable of having like a 30 point game or something close to that that keeps her team in it but I just think the Chicago Sky are so savvy yeah that I just think they'll out defend the the liberty and i think um i could also see this just being two games yeah but definitely not predicting an upset here um okay three six we've got the connecticut sun and the dallas wings i'll be honest i have not seen much of the dallas wings this year at all 
Dallas is uh yeah, they're probably the team I've seen the least. I watched a bunch of their games last year, but um, you know, Dallas has been hot at the at the end of the season. But I again I think the Sun are sort of waiting uh and ready. Yeah. They're um, um their coach won coach of the month I saw. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, anyway, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um <laughs> I forgot their name too. This is so this is so Bush League. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go all favorites here, but I am going, you know, I am going to go chalk here. I, I, I think that I think Dallas is going to take a game though. So I think it's going to be two one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a similar prediction. Sorry. I'm just trying to find out if I can find this coach thing, but maybe, uh, but maybe I'm not going to find it in any case. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with you on this. I think it could be a 2-1 situation because they were so hot towards the end. Uh, I wish I'd seen them more throughout the season, but, uh, you know, I think, Freddie, for your sake, I feel like you need a win, and so I also want to root for your son to win. Give me a win. Come on. At least at this point. Uh, now I think probably one of the more intriguing matchups is mm-hmm. our 4-5, the Seattle Storm versus the Washington Mystics. This, I think, is going to be the biggest grind out of all of them. I, I think so, too. And this is the one series I'm going to call an upset for. I think the Sue Bird dock ends here. Um, yeah, Stewie, I think, you know, is probably the best player in the series. But I, I don't know. Deladon seems like, you know, she's on a mission. And the Mystics look they look good. Like, you know, they've had, they've had a good season and um, I, it could go either way though, but I, I am going to go mystics here two one. Wow. I love it. I feel like, um, you know, I really could see either team pulling out the series, but mm-hmm. um, I agree. I think the Elena Deladon story is so underrated and so inspirational that I feel like it's it's the kind of underdog you want to root for. So I feel like I might be pulling for the Mystics, but I feel bad saying that because it's like, I don't know, Sue is such a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously the Sue doc will be made better and better and better, like, if you know, the further the storm go. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if Elena Deladon was also shooting a dock as a comeback season, yeah, and it was the rivals of the docks, dueling docks, dueling docks, and then that's it. its own thirty for thirty. Okay, that's pretty great. Docks, that's how it should have been. See, this is we're storytellers, you know, listen. we're comedians, we're storytellers. This is what we do. Engelbert, we know you listen to the pod. Catherine's <laughs> got some big ideas. Okay? Oh my god, if she listened to this pod, she'd hate me. I've had so many critiques of the league, yeah. but um, okay. Let's, let's just for the sake of having one upset in our picks, let's go with the mystics. I like that. Love it. Um, okay, cool. So we have some other uh, WNBA news or sorry, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm jumping ahead too much here. I shouldn't be trusted to do anything uh, before noon. Um <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I agree, but I also, I believe in you. Thank you. Um, we haven't picked who we think is going to win at all. 
You pick the sun. You really yeah. think the sun are going to win it all? I do think the sun. I feel like I feel like the aces are also primed, but um, I don't think the sky is going back to back. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the sun. Okay, I'm going with the aces. They yeah. they seem like an obvious pick. I, I mean, just think they've been so truly dom- dominant all season long. You know, their first round is already going to be a cakewalk. They're going to mm-hmm. more or less be rested. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think they're, yeah, I mean, if this, look, if the Chicago sky went back to back, I would love that. I think that'd be an amazing story. I don't know what that means for Candace Parker, but I just think like that would truly be incredible. And frankly, that's the final series I want to see is the aces and the sky. I just think I mean, the yeah. entertainment value on that's going to be the most top two, notch. Two best records. And, you know, I looked at the, the last time a team went back to back was the Sparks in, I think it was 2001, 2002. So this oh would be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 So this would be huge. Yeah. I just think like, um, you know, the amount of flair that like um, Courtney Gray and uh and Vandersloot play with as point guards is just so fun to watch I just think that series would by far be the most um entertaining but yeah I'm going with the aces I just feel like they've they've carried themselves all season like they're already champions Mm -hmm. and they've been good you know since we started covering the WNBA and like you know with a little bit of research they were they were good the year before. So they definitely seem like they are ready to do it. Yeah. My God. Remember in May when I thought the sparks would be here. Hey, I mean, <laughs> we'll get to that, but the sparks were, I mean, that, that that's a reminder to all of us that the off season is, is a different beast. Like it's in all sports off season is narratives just get going in a wild way. And, yeah. um, you know, the way the actual season plays out is not the same. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, well, go Aces, go Sun. I'm still going to root for my Mercury in these last two Oh, games. you gotta. Oh, my God. If Mercury did, if Mercury pulls an upset, honestly. Just I'll even one game. If they won one game, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, I'll have egg on my face, but I'll be happy about it. It'll be, it'll be great. <laughs> happy eggs. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, Liz Cambage. She released a statement earlier this week that she's stepping away from the WNBA for the time being. Um, I'm trying to pull up her statement now. She posted it on Instagram. She said, uh, quote, playing for the Sparks was a dream come true, and I'm honored to have shared the court with such amazing ladies for as long as we did. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry to have left abruptly and I wish it would have ended on a different note. I've decided to step away from the league for the time being and I'm hopeful that the WNBA will do their part in creating safer environments and a stronger support system for their players. While I'll miss rocking the purple and gold, I'll be taking this time to focus on my healing and personal growth before providing clarification on past rumors. Thank you to all my supporters, family, and friends for all the love and light you continue to surround me with. That was her statement. Mm-hmm. It's a loaded statement. Loaded. Loaded, loaded, loaded statement. Freddie, okay, how, how do you, what, what, what do you think? Okay. Um, you know, I think 
first and foremost, um, mental health is not something to take lightly. And I guess as far as my personal philosophy, I think that there can be reasons for behavior um, in regards to mental health, but that's, you know, shouldn't be mixed with excuses. Mm -hmm. So the way you interact with others and the things you do still, you know, should have consequence. And I do think, you know, obviously way on the sidelines here so that, you know, that always has to be taken. Um, I don't, I don't want to say take everything we say with a grain of salt. Like, I mean, yeah, take us seriously, you know, enjoy the pod. But <laughs> I do think that there, I mean, just, you know, it seems like there's a theme with Liz uh, of a lack of accountability. And yeah. I think where that like what the percentage of bad behavior and sort of um i guess uh you know difficult situations like where that where like where the equation is i don't quite know but it's kind of like you know when there's when there's smoke there's fire right like there's been a lot of different accusations um chris haynes has reported followed up on the report as well about you know game tape stuff uh just tumultuous behavior bad sportsmanship you know not you know obviously the racist allegations and and again these are allegations right we me and you we don't know this is just what we read it could be all false and you know in that case i i feel so sorry for liz but um yeah, and I mean, it's also probably true that the WNBA does need to foster a safer space in regards to mental health, but it doesn't seem like Liz has a lot of support from her fellow teammates, players, colleagues, coaches, whatever. Yeah. So that to me is sort of where I see like that's the, the seeds of doubt are there and, you know, a bit of a meandering comment there, but I feel like. Yeah, I hope Liz does take the time that she needs. And uh, I guess I'm a bit doubtful that um, she hasn't played a big part in in what's gone wrong for herself. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think there's some like, um, for lack of a better term, maybe some distancing language. Yes. In the statement, like well just like you said, there's just a lack of... Um, self-accountability here and um you know I, I think like you know saying the hoping the WNBA will do their part in creating safer environments and a stronger support system for their players we've been very critical of the league here and there but there's sure. been, there hasn't been anyone to my knowledge that has ever claimed the WNBA is not a safe space I think literally the travel and being safe from like COVID has been an issue. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I I've never heard of someone complain about the WNBA not being a safe space. Cause if it, cause if that were truly the case, I think all the fans would be in a huge uproar about it. Yeah. And you know, you don't have the aces, you know, her, her former aces teammates chiming in, you don't have the sparks teammates chiming in. Yeah. Like no one's sort of saying like, I mean, 
sometimes people do get left out on their own and they're innocent and it's unfair. So I think I want to leave that possibility open. However, it just really, you know, especially when you see the love all around the league and how much the players support each other. I'm curious why no one's stepping up for Liz. Yeah. And and then just when she says, I'm going to focus on healing and personal growth before providing clarification on past rumors. Yeah. Which implies none of it's true. Right. Like that's a, that's a, that, that's an implication that what we're hearing is not entirely true. Maybe it doesn't mean it's all false because she says clarification on past rumors, but it's like, she's not even saying before providing clarification on what happened. Mm -hmm. She's dismissing it all as, as fiction. Yeah. And it isn't all fiction. And if, if it was all fiction, then we would have a very, very serious propaganda problem even more than we already do. But I, I just yeah. think, I, I do not believe that everything that's been reported about Liz in the last you know, bit over a year since the Olympics last year has been a lot. I just don't think that that's true. So I, I think, you know, again, like focusing on your mental health, that is the most important but I think true healing comes with that accountability that we're not seeing here yet. So hopefully that does happen for her at some point, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a loaded statement. And I feel like it probably just added um, maybe some fuel or some anger to people who are already uh, upset with her to begin with. Agreed. Well, you know, I'll miss Liz as a Me fan. Too. Me too. And uh, I appreciate truly all the entertainment she's brought, even totally. just for this pod. Four-time All-Star. She's an amazing player. So, you know, yeah, I, she, I hope that it does work out and she comes back. She's an amazing player. I have truly missed her going up against Brittany Griner all season long. Me too. You know, that's that last year was one of my favorite matchups to watch. And, and I've missed that. And yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like I want to root for Liz, but I'm not going to like not see the truth for what it is. hundred percent. And that kind of rhymes. Nice. <laughs> this, is, this is early morning rap, Catherine. Oh God. I'm the worst. Okay. Now it is time to move on to our badass player of the week. Freddie, who you got? Um, my badass player of the week. Uh, there's a couple options, but um, I think I'm going to go uh with uh Brittany Sykes. Uh, she went five and one, 23 points. Uh, there's a lot of um, you know, aces to choose from, like you know, Chelsea Gray, Brittany Sykes, Asia Wilson, and Kelsey Plum all average 20 plus points. Uh, in this, um, you know, in the, in this uh, five game span. So it's like, that's like, this team is absolutely humming. Uh, you know, I definitely could have went with a, a lot of players, but I, I wanted to shout out Brittany, Brittany Sykes, uh, five and a half rebounds two, uh three assists, two and a half steals, which is, is, you know, 2.6 to be exact, which is pretty incredible. Like that's like, that's some ferocious defense. So um shout out oh my god sorry i I messed that up 
uh, Brittany Sykes uh, is is on the Sparks. Pardon me. Uh, so I, I was looking at the, I saw the LA and I got confused there, but I'm not going to change it now. So I'm sticking with Brittany Sykes, you know, different narrative. You held it down on a bad team, but. Um, Cause I, as you were talking, I was like trying like, to what? find info. No, I, I was, love it. I was totally wrong. I was uh, like, and, and she went one and four, but whatever she big stats. So go for it. Brittany Sykes. Shout Do out. you. Freddie, do you want to do that again? Nope, I'm sticking with it. Uh, I, I I messed up the team, but she still deserves the love. Okay, I love it. Um, I'm gonna shout out someone I you know we probably should have given more love to all season long, and that's uh, Ryan Howard. Uh, Ryan Howard, uh, probably a lock for, uh, rookie of the year. Um, I've been trying to pull up her stats, uh, averaging, uh, 16.2 points a game. Uh, she also 4.5 rebounds, 2.8 assists, uh, 1.4 steals. And, uh, she had a total of 26 blocks. Uh, she's a future star in the league. Uh, she isn't already considered a star. Uh, and she's given, uh, the dream, a lot of hope this year. So, you know, shout out to Ryan Howard, you know, uh, hopefully we, uh, they were close. They were close to making the playoffs this year, Atlanta, huge improvement from last year, which was a, a huge disaster, frankly, but, um, yeah. So shout out to Ryan Howard, looking forward to seeing more for next season. Sweet. Um, I just, uh, did a little shout out to you. I was thinking, you know, it's not, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's sort of good in a way because things are moving along, but, um, and it's not a very big update, but I think it is big if you've been following along, uh, and, and that's Brittany Griner. So Russia has admitted or admitted, I don't know if that's the right word, but they have said, yeah, they've confirmed. There you go. That they are engaging in a in a prisoner swap potentially so not a lot of new stuff uh but also you know like no quotes or anything like that that are you know besides like the Russian yeah government. it's just because before it's um, moving, you know yeah just to say that before it was confirmed on the american side that negotiations were happening and now exactly. the, the Russian side has also confirmed that those negotiations are happening. So yeah. that's good. That means there is definitely some forward momentum and yeah. obviously we want to see Brittany Griner home uh, as soon as possible. Totally free Brittany Griner. And um, yeah, that is moving along. So that's the update there. Okay, great. Let's uh, move on to Freddie's fun question. Let's uh, let's wrap it up here. I think this is uh, I think this is a fun one. Um, so uh, I wanted each of us to pick one of the four teams that did not make the WNBA playoffs and give them a little pep talk for next season. Okay, Freddie, you go first. Okay. Who's, uh, your, who's your team? My team is, uh, and I have I have a backup just in case you know it was the obvious team. But I, I'm going with Atlanta. Uh, oh, okay. The pep talk is this. I, I'd walk right into the room and I would just point at uh, Ryan Howard and I'd say, 
everything is going to be okay. Ryan Howard's a star. Uh, you had a good year, especially for a team that was in a rough place last year. Uh, you made some big, big improvements, and you're going to make the playoffs next year, and it's only up from here. So that, that, that that's my speech, and then I hope Ryan Howard is like backing <laughs> me up. That's a very uninspired speech. I, I mean, fair enough, but I do think Ryan Howard is uh, exciting enough. Like, you know, she'd stand up and like hopefully put her arm around me and then we'd both be like, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's how my movie mind works. I love how like, you know, I like, I, I, okay, that's fine. I, I'm not going to create, I don't know how inspirational my speech is going to be. Um before i judge yours right you know but i'm gonna go with the the indiana fever here okay okay this said, better be inspiration I, I was when you <laughs> said oh i hope this isn't the most obvious team i was like oh we're both giving pep talks to the fever because they're the one who needs a pep talk more than anybody <laughs> they need they need a the, vacation the dream, <laughs> they know they're in the playoffs next year they know their future is bright they know they've got forward momentum Indiana Fever. I don't know what's going on with them. Eighteen okay. losses to finish the season. Yeah, like Indiana Fever. You go up to them. Hi, first of all, who are you even? I don't even know anyone on this team. Okay, uh, Lexi Hall, I believe, is one of the more well-known people on this team. What is going on? What are you doing? Why do you exist? What is your purpose? How mm-hmm. do you go? through life with purpose these are the questions these are the things we got to get the indiana fever thinking about okay so yours is a roast go to go to gary indiana go to 2300 jackson street go visit the jackson house okay they had 10 kids in that house okay they made it they made it go to the house it's the only place in indiana that i know that might have an inkling of inspiration to it okay go to the tiny house see how all those kids sleeping on top of each other were singing playing the drums nonstop, and and they they figured it out i feel like maybe they just first of all maybe they just need to blow up the team but if they can't do that find a tiny house get it together, write some songs. Okay. That ended better than it started. I'll say that walking into a room saying, I don't know you. And I don't know why you're here. <laughs> I mean... That's the, I will say, you know, you called yourself out. Cause you're like, yours wasn't inspirational. At least I pointed to like a, a you, you pointed to the Jackson. No, but it's supposed to, <laughs> it's supposed to rev them up. So you want them to be angry at you. Like you want uh, them yeah, to kick you yeah, out of the yeah, room. Yeah, because if they're angry, then maybe they'll play with some more purpose. Fair enough. Because they're yeah. not even trying to win these games. Yeah, they're in, I mean, five wins on a season. That's they're not that's trying. Something else. Five they're not trying to win. Yikes. Like I can't even imagine what the culture is there. Like they're not even attempting a win. Right. So, I mean, probably I probably fire the coach. I feel like that's obvious. Maybe you need a new front office. 
I don't know what decisions led them to even be at this point. But once you figure out who your roster is for next season, go to the Jackson house. Okay. Cause it's the only place I know in Indiana is the Jackson house. Just do a little kumbaya. Okay. Assign someone to drums, assign someone to guitar, just like you would a team, sign someone to keyboards. All right. And just start doing some bonding exercises and actually like want to play basketball for each other. And hopefully we can surround them with people who also want them to play basketball for each other. So we don't have this like joke of a season, joke of a team scenario. Fair. You hear that, Indiana? Tough love. Major tough love for me. I only, I, it's the only way I know how to be, frankly. Hey. Tough love. If, if it's before noon, it's tough love for Catherine. And tough I just love. refer to myself in the third person, which I've never done. Tough love, so, Catherine. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, this was an interesting start to going weekly. <laughs> yeah, this is tough love weekly. We're doing it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, listen, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, I imagine we'll probably be reviewing round one Mm -hmm. uh, next week and we'll be setting up round two. So very excited. Uh, Freddie and I are gonna watch um, the the Storm Mystics game in person uh, tomorrow night. So that's gonna be really fun. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Remember you can follow us at Pickup WNBA pod. Uh, we usually normally shout out our, our personal social medias, but I feel like we got to big up the, the pickup WNBA pod social media. We do follow us there. Follow us there. And uh, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye. Go sons. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.